black, black, yeah, hey, okay, black, 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 black on black, black, my thoughts so black, black, black on black, my skin is so black, I'm rocking that black on black, it's black, hey you guys, welcome to another episode of, oh you black, black, where we defy gravity and break generational curses. It is your girl, Taryn B. And your girl, Nia Simone. And we just wanted to say welcome. What's up, guys? Black out the coop, hop out the roof when I run into you. Thoughts black as a dust out of the moon. Won't be no truce, won't be no truce. At your funeral in an all-black suit. Couple white girls working all-black suit. Me and your man marching an all-black suit. Call up the... Hey y'all, we miss y'all. <laughs> we back, right? On our bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> um, we miss you guys. We're back with another episode today. Um, we hope everyone is doing well during this pandemic. We hope everyone's doing well through all of this bullshit. Facts. That's what we're gonna address today. But first, we're gonna give out these roses. So I'll go first. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to give roses to basically everyone right now that's hurting, more specifically black people. I want to give y'all roses. We're going to rise above this. We're going to overcome this. Yes, it is tiring to see a whole bunch of injustice going on. I'm tired of seeing our brothers and sisters being murdered in the street, but we have to rise above all of this and we can, we will. Um, we've We've been through more traumatic experiences, and we rose above, and here we are today. So, I want to give y'all roses, tell you we love you, and we're, you know, definitely keeping everybody in the world in our prayers. Okay. Um, Well, I want to give my roses to, it's kind of similar to yours, but I want to be more specific. Okay. I want to give my roses to everybody that is black mm-hmm. that know they're black that's aware Ooh. of them being black I'm not giving roses to motherfuckers <laughs> that Harriet Tubman would have shot because it's a lot of y'all out there Ooh. and it's a lot of coonery it's a lot of hush mouth and that's a, that's equivalent to coonery hmm. and there's a lot of people that don't want to make their friends that are not of co- co- <clears throat> color feel a type of way mm-hmm. And quite frankly, if you stand for something, it shouldn't matter what you lose. Exactly. It shouldn't matter who you offend. It shouldn't matter whose feelings are. None of that matters. And I see, I'm not going to say a lot, but I see quite a few. Don't give them too much right now. Just give out your own. Okay. Okay. Well, y'all know who getting them and who not. (laughs) (laughs) There's that. All right, so let's get into today's acknowledgement because Taryn was finna rip somebody's head off, oh, and um, <laughs> we gotta save it for the acknowledgement. They deserve it. I mean, I think we can lead there with black people who know they're black versus the ones who are trying to pacify these are the non-black friends that they mm-hmm. have, trying to cater to their feelings. Right. What about your feelings? What about them? Because clearly, they don't matter to them. Look. So here's the thing. We attended the protest here in Houston. In Houston with 60,000 plus people. What vibe did you get? Like you know, it was a lot. Mm-hmm. It was um I was one surreal. Like you remember we were in a car and I said, "Oh, this is my first protest." Mm-hmm. And you bust out laughing like, "Bitch, we hope this is our last." Right. It's crazy in 2020 that I have to be like, "Oh, yes, I'm going to a protest." 
for for uh, uh, for racial injustice mm-hmm. for inequality shit that should have been nipped in the bud by our ancestors and yet here we are we're not as progressive as we think we are that's really mm-hmm. what the moment was for me but mm-hmm. as we were marching um it was a high high vibrations uh is what i felt and i consumed all of that energy which for the most part was really good i didn't feel any radical like you know like instigative energy from mm-hmm. anyone i felt like people were really fed up people were really pissed off and like goddamn enough is enough and that's what everybody when people tell y'all that don't live in houston that everybody was out there everybody was out there like i don't think any group that exists was not represented except for white supremacists and if they was there they didn't make themselves known right right what did you feel the vibe that i felt if i can just say it describe it in one word would be peace it was so peaceful we was yelling no justice no peace but prosecute the police (laughs) no justice (laughs) no peace prosecute the police (laughs) (laughs) but no seriously i felt if if i can use one word it was peace Mm -hmm. there was there's not one moment where i felt like oh my god okay Something to pop off. Yeah, something is about to pop off. Let's let's be, ha- have our head on the swivel. I didn't feel like that at all. Besides, you know, when I saw them people on the roof and I pointed them out, but yeah. I think that's only they were only there if things would have gotten things, out yeah. of hand. But I, I and I have a strong like sense of I can feel energy. I'm very right. sensitive to energy, very sensitive to vibrations, and I felt no, nothing that felt harmful. Me neither. It was great. It was great. I saw a lot of little kids out there Mm -hmm. who you know if in in first thought i was like do they really know what's going on but they did know what was going on like you can just tell when a kid is even fed up from seeing it and they're young yes i can just tell like they were very aware and alert of like why they were marching with their parents why they were there for the most part of the kids that i did see i mean i'm pretty sure there was some there that was just like i'm just showing up so i don't get fined (laughs) by my mama (laughs) but I saw a lot of young people out there. I saw, you know, kids that were the same age as my students out there with no parents out there marching for what's right. Um, And I appreciated it. Black people, white people, Middle Eastern, Asian. Like, it was all types of people. Every group you can think of. And what's amazing to me is that, you know, I only saw two people that I knew outside of, you know, you. I Mm -hmm. saw two people that I knew. But when we got home, I saw a lot of people from my friends list that were there and Mm -hmm. which made me really, really happy and it made me proud. But then I seen another group of people that look like me on Facebook and who were upset about the protesting and who were upset. Yes. Black people that look like me. This is the ones that I didn't give my roses to. Exactly. The ones that you didn't give your roses to. The ones the ones that were um, marching and protesting. What is that going to solve? Looting. Da, 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 da. And I get for the most part their standpoint. Everybody's a, um, is entitled to their opinion. But if you haven't done anything, hmm. if you haven't contributed to anything in your group, you haven't given back to your community. You don't even. You haven't done anything besides exist. You should really shut the fuck up. To be honest with you. Period. I definitely, I definitely agree with that. And I, I just feel like 
there's too many people that are ignorant to exactly what's going on. They, you may be black, but you don't know exactly what's going on because you're just in your own world. Mm-hmm. It's not and, directly and that's, impacting that's, you. To, that's or at least that's what how they feel. They don't. They feel like because a white person isn't smacking me in my face or spitting mm-hmm. on me directly, like I can't physically feel it. Then it doesn't exist, right? Because and, I don't know but a person. That's the thing, though. But Tara, this is how, you. This is you. That's you. When you see someone that's killed on the TV, that that's you. And that literally that's you. could be anybody in your family. Literally. Di- in your direct lineage, if you just really want to be clear. That could be anybody, because that's, who that's who's being hunted. That's who's being slaughtered. It ain't just random people. Like old Kanye said. <laughs> she said old Kanye. Old Kanye. Even if you're in a binge, you're still a nigga in a coop. Hmm. It doesn't matter who the fuck you think you are. These white people gonna call you a nigga regardless. Facts. Whoever you think you cool with, you're not cool they with them. Care. When they talk to them, their family and when they're at home by themselves, oh. you're probably getting called a nigga. My nigger friends coming over. <laughs> Y'all brace yourselves. Right. Did don't. you season the food? Right. <laughs> exactly. Those are the conversations. So don't think that you're above learning about your culture. Don't exactly. think that you're above learning about what's going on. Or because on. slavery happened so long ago, you don't know anyone in your lineage directly Ignorance. impacts it. Ignorance. 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 And but I, I bet you I bet you one thing. I bet you multiple things. I bet you that they know about their culture. Hmm. I bet you they know where they came from. I bet you that your Asian friends know about their culture, know where they came from. Hmm. You can name any demographic of, of people besides black people. So why don't you want to learn more about your people? Why do you want to build... Why do, ignorance or, is bliss. Or how these... They think that these systems... That there's no, even black people, there's some black people who feel like, or African Americans, how you want to identify yourself, people that look like us that got some deep, rich melanin, they mm-hmm. really think that these systems are for everyone and that there, that there's no no racial under, so it's just because of a lack of knowledge. Like, they don't think that these systems are built to oppress us. And that just comes from a lack of information. And mm-hmm. I feel like there's so much information out there. People are say, have been saying the same thing for fucking years. And I expect white people not to understand and listen, but I don't expect for my fellow brothers and sisters that look like me and have to wake up every day in the skin that they're in to not know. We're in the age of the internet and Wi-Fi. And being able to have conversations too. Ignorance is a choice. If you are ignorant, it's it's because you're deciding. That was your choice. Ignorant. That was your choice to be ignorant. Yeah. And I don't have any, I'm not going to say I don't have any respect for you because how you go about your life is, is how you go about your life. It's not my, I'm a mind my black ass business. But when it comes to having an opinion, you should definitely be limited. And that's just how I feel about it. I think we talked about before of like, people always criticize what they don't understand. Mm-hmm. And why is that a go-to? Why are we so conditioned to have an opinion about something that we can't, that we don't understand? And an example that I can use is that for, you know, members of the LGBT community, when they're talking and when they're expressing their grievances and things like that, I shut up. You know why, Taryn? Because I don't walk in their shoes. Exactly. I don't directly understand it, but I can empathize with them and I'm going to listen. I'm not going to tell them how they should feel. Mm Mm-hmm. 
I'm not going to tell them, get over it. This is just how life is. Because that's what I see black people doing. Like, oh my God, y'all, we need to move past this. We need to move on from this. Y'all, we have moved on from this. But we need some changed behavior behind all of that. And you know what the real gag is? You're not going to be offended by how they feel about what they go through. I'm not a... How, why how does that make sense? Listen to what I just said. Go ahead. Just re- recap it. You're not going to be offended by what they go through because you know why I'm not tearing because I understand that there's disparities in every community every organization there's racial there's there's any type of um disparities right it, whether it's racial prejudice like economically whatever I'm not going to be offended by what your your struggle and I've said this before everybody mad about the movement but they need to be glad that they don't have to be a part of one or have to have one facts for their group facts like I even see my Afro Latinas and Latino brothers online that are talking about, well, what about the people who are still in camps and people that can't have their kids? Nobody has forgotten about them. But what I was explaining to this one girl is that just like the leaders in our community put something together, mm-hmm. the com- the community leaders in the Latin American community need to put something together for that. And the reason why our, they talk about, a lot of people were saying, oh, they only care about Black Lives Matter. They don't care about brown lives. They don't care. But it's like, why are y'all trying to make this about y'all? Like, when people are talking about what's going on in their community, I'm not going to be like, but our community, we're dying. Mm -hmm. I'm going to just listen. Everybody has their issues going on. Or what I would do is I would chime in to how I can relate. Like, I I definitely get what you're saying. Exactly. Exactly. I'm not going to be like, well, y'all posting all this stuff about this, but what about what's going on in my community? Like, it's almost like you're just wanting to insert your problems, like, or you want to bring, like, it's like victimhood. It's like they glorify it in a way. You know, a, a lot of what I'm saying nowadays, and I'm, I'm just going to speak in recent times, like, I'm going to say within the past month of all this shit popping off, or maybe month and a half, there is a but where there should be a period. There's, there is a but where there should be a period. They want to put a comma, but, a comma, but. But there's, there should be no but. It should be a period. It's just period. <laughs> period. They deserve equality. Period. period. Not they deserve equality, but they got to act right. Bitch, who, what? Okay. Because y'all go around fucking y'all cousins and what, like, I just, just make it make sense. Make it make sense. What you mean we got to act right? What, you, what do you mean? What is acting right to you? What is your definition of acting right? Because at the same time, y'all motherfuckers been criminals since before a time. Since we even, before we even, before y'all even came to America. We was already here. Before y'all came to America, y'all started that bullshit in Africa. And that dealt, that, that came from us being too forgiving, too trusting. Mm-hmm. We, we're thinking, we're thinking we're bartering, but y'all finessed the fuck out of us. Hmm. So, acting right where? Because if you want to talk about animalistic characteristics, we got it from y'all. Y'all's the ones in the mountains in the caves. Y'all done looted. Everything y'all got in this country, y'all done looted to get. (laughs) But, but Taryn, that's... Besides seasoning food. Y'all still ain't catch on to that. Make it make sense. It has to make sense, and it doesn't. And I can, like, really, my be... I don't even want to say it's my beef, but my concern is with our people because on my social media platforms, that is who my audience is or mm-hmm. the, and that's who I follow. I have a little bit of the other groups, you know, sprinkled in here and there. They're a little bit more progressive, but it's the people that I've been 
you know, kind of having a back and forth or having to shed light or put things into perspective have been our people, which in a sense, it, it kind of bothers me. But it's also humbling to let me know that we are as far as we think we are because people are still brainwashed. People have still have this mentality that they're that nothing is wrong, that there's no problem. I, the same people that I see talking about the looting, which is black people, because again, that's who I follow. I'm not saying that other people aren't talking about, but the people that on my platform who I follow, what I see is black people being outraged about the looting and stuff like that. But they are, but they haven't posted about the injustice. They haven't posted mm -hmm. about the why, the message on like why we are doing this. Because if black people really wanted revenge, we would have burnt this country down a long time ago. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. We just damaging a little bit of property that can be fixed via insurance. Billion dollar corporations can rebuild. But you know but what? A life it's can't not be, even... A life can't be, re, re, you know, reborn. Like It's not even if, if, if black people wanted revenge. It's more so people against racism. Okay, if we yeah. all wanted revenge, the country would be fucked up. And that's just period point blank. Because it's a lot of people that are that are upset and they're not in. Yeah. They're not black. They're not black. Yeah. They're like they're fed the fuck up too. Yeah. From from other people's bullshit, and I get it. But I'm not finna get them you no know, gold star for being I'm not. outraged. I'm not. I'm not giving none of my non-black friends a gold star for being outraged. I'm not. Because oh wow, you get to be a human. You get to be a decent human being. Or thank you for treating me like a human being. I really appreciate it, Sandy. I'm not doing that. No. That's because that's the that's, fuck you're supposed to do. That's what you're supposed to do. If that was the case, and like I was saying earlier when mm -hmm. you and I were talking, people of, of other colors, I'm just speaking generally for black people, they don't have to worry about black people mistreating them. No. That's not something that, if they do, that's some shit that they made up in their head. <laughs> that's... Fucking Because you can't be oppressed by you can be offended, but you're not gonna be oppressed yes. by a black person yes. telling you shut the fuck up, Karen. You're not it, gonna be exactly. oppressed by that. I'm gonna be oppressed when Karen calls the police on me because my life is endangered now. Exactly. But they don't have like how you said, they don't have to worry about it. They that. don't have to worry about it. If I call the police on a Karen, Karen's gonna sit there and be like, Okay, call my brother. Yeah. Call him. That that's okay. I know the judge. Right. <laughs> you know? Like they have those type of connections and And even if we do have those connections it's like we're not going to abuse the power that we have because we understand how it feels to be injustice. Now, I'm not saying every black person thinks like that. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that. But I feel like majority of black people really do understand what it feels to be discriminated against and have their prejudice, you know, spew, which causes the discrimination. And they wouldn't do that to people in a way. Like, I was mistreated in school by t some teachers. But because I'm a teacher now, I'm not going to do that. I'm less likely to do that to my students because I know how I felt when it happened to me. Mm -hmm. That's just kind of my, my logic in, in that part. Long story short, <laughs> I am about to say thank you to no motherfucker that should treat me how I should be treated. Period. I'm Thanks. not going to do it. Um, they don't go around telling us thank you every day because we tiptoeing around me. Like, no, no. No, we no. ain't finna do no one-sided shit. I don't no. give a damn. I don't give a damn. I don't give a damn. We're not about to do no one-sided shit. If that's the case, I need to thank you every single day, all day. Yeah. And I think, like, people are so wanting black people to be so forgiving, kind of like what you were talking about earlier. They want us to be so forgiving, right? But black people are and we too are. 
forgiving. This Black is why we're here now. Forgiving. This is why we're here now. We've progressed so much that we think that we that this is enough. It's not enough. No, it's not. I don't. Enough. I don't have having a person in law enforcement kneel. Not enough for me. That's not enough. Having the, you kneel to pick up dog shit. <laughs> It, it it means nothing. It means nothing. I need for you to sacrifice a part of you that's important for me to feel like, okay, they really bought the shit. They really genuine. They really mean it. And they come from the bottom of their heart. Not because they got caught out on their bullshit. Had we let the shit slide, they wouldn't have gave, wouldn't given have a fuck. Nothing. They wouldn't have said anything. And you know what? A lot of these, well, let me first say this. The best apology is change behavior. Your thank you ain't shit unless you're changing your behavior. Yes, white people have said thank you several times or that they apologize mm-hmm. right they said it so many times but where are the where are the laws that are being changed where is the system that's being dismantled hmm. and rebuilt hmm. to help because it's not in our power to do that it's in white people's power because they have the control they have the control so your 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 apologies mean absolutely nothing and it's almost like it's a it's a cycle of psychological and emotional abuse, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's like you're being we're in an abusive relationship with America. Black people are yes. We're in this this really abusive relationship, and a lot of us are trying to get out, right? We're trying to get out of this abusive relationship, but there's so many who have this Stockholm syndrome where they're you know they're abusers. They're they're catering to their abusers, and they're just being passive and just allowing things to oh, happen. Oh, they didn't mean it. They didn't mean it. Right. Not all white people are like that. Motherfucker, we know. We know. We know all white people are not that, but it's too many of them that are. So let's, we're addressing the ma- the mass, right? We're addressing that. And you know what I've learned is that I'm not quick to call a white person racist. I'm more so looking at them based on their prejudice because prejudice is, I don't, I've learned the difference between races, right, being racist and being prejudiced. And I feel like we all have prejudice. But when their prejudice, you know, begins to spill out and they start treating us um, in in form of discrimination, that's when I have a problem. And I don't I feel like sometimes people don't really know white people really don't know that they are prejudiced or that their prejudice are, is showing. And they use all these microaggressions and they do it subconsciously because they honestly well, maybe they do know. I ain't gonna say they don't know, but some of them I really feel like they're they don't know, and it's and like we said about the black people before, it's too much information out there. People, too many people are, have been saying the same thing mm-hmm. for years and years and years for you not to know, and that, it, that's it's, not okay. It's, it comes with being comfortable with where you are. Mm-hmm. It comes with being complacent with where you are, and like you said earlier, just because it's not impacting you directly, but it is that it is it's impacting you directly. It is mm-hmm. because this is your people. This could be you. This is this is your people. Exactly. It's so, people. for me, I feel like uh, I would hope that we all knew that the system was not built in our favor. The system is like a hamster wheel, mm-hmm. right? I don't care if you're a judge, a lawyer. I don't care how high of office you work in. The system that you that you work in and that you support was not built for you. It's not. So, instead of having a hamster wheel like we've had for hundreds of, uh, hundreds of years, we're, mm-hmm. we're running and we ain't going nowhere. It's just going in a circle. I'm going to need for us to have a system like putting it in our GPS and there's actually a destination mm-hmm. to somewhere yes. greater. Yes. 
I don't want to be in a hamster wheel anymore. But you like, know, I, I, I don't. It's a never ending cycle. It's a never ending cycle, and we need to actually progress. The whole point of life is to evolve, mm-hmm. and we haven't evolved much. And I think it's that you know when they did with Black Wall Street and what they did with. Um, the other organizations and communities that we built because we was tired of asking so we built our own hence Mm -hmm. why HBCs even exist to this day we had to build our own we had to create our own Mm -hmm. but they started to tear us down and I think the fear was embedded in us that if we build our own they're just going to come and tear it down but it's like we can't build our own and not be protected and I think that's what a lot of our leaders have been saying is that we need to prepare we need to organize. We need to strategize. We need to be prepared. Whether that means, you know, having armor as well. We but need we don't to be have prepared. no true leaders. Who would you consider a leader right I now? I I like in terms of like just the progressive per- portion of like us getting to the next level. I think Killer Mike is definitely a good person. I love Killer to Mike. Like I love to. Killer Mike. I feel like he may say things in a way that is not as eloquent um, as some people may have liked to to receive it, but he's speaking that real. And I follow a lot of his um, philosophies for mm-hmm. many, many years, and everything that he's saying makes sense. When he wore that shirt on national television that said, kill your masters, mm-hmm. that's letting you know, y'all, he with the shits, and he's not... I feel like he's a phenomenal person to, to absolutely, to. absolutely. A lot of um, we can even go back in history and just kind of look at some of the old revolutionaries. We can look at um, you know members of the Black Panther Party and just kind of listen to their old interviews. I think that it's we kind of gotten away from going back, right, and listening to what our ancestor or what our elders have been telling us for years and years. We've kind of gotten away from listening to them because we're so pacified and distracted by social media and about all these artificial things when we still have work to do. The shit is not over, y'all. You know what? Segregation ended, what, 56 years ago? Or 50-something years ago? My mom is 56. Honestly, I feel like if we were given the option to be segregated again, I would be for it. You know? I would be for segregation. I actually, um... I, I made this statement um, a couple years ago and I had to kind of refrain from not making it until I learned a little bit more. But I honestly said that desegregating is really the turning point of when we really lost our identity, when we really kind of lost ourselves because we had our own shit. But when they wanted to integrate the schools and stuff like that, we they started taking us from our neighborhoods, our school, busting us across town to go to school with the white people just to be fucking mistreated, just to be spit on. Exactly. We had to walk miles through white neighborhoods exactly. with the risk of being killed. They didn't have that. They didn't have to do it. So when they desegregated, they still made it in an inconvenience for us. Oh, because y'all want this? Because y'all hollering and screaming that this is what y'all want? When I get it, our leaders were really trying to do what was in the best interest. They thought that desegregating the schools would be you know a right step but i feel like let me can i interrupt interrupt you really quick go ahead okay let me i'm gonna just take a sip this making me lightheaded this this really making me lightheaded because the ones that want to be integrated with white people want to be equal with white people but the thing is we are not equal to white people girl that's a conversation white people are mutations mutations of us 
we're greater than. They're not ready. We are greater than genetically, and just look it up. Research, research. research. I highly recommend that you research. I would recommend the series called. You can start with Henrietta Lacks. I would recommend the series called Hidden Colors. Yep. You can find it on Vimeo. What is it, the video thing? Vimeo? Vin, oh, Vi- Vimeo? Know. Something like that. I know Just you Google can find, it. You can, on YouTube, you can find... Um, Hidden Colors. You can go buy the whole collection. Absolutely. Watch it. Study it. If you don't understand what they're saying, just look up what the, the terminology that they're using. But you need to know who you are. I don't understand why people... Why we... Mm-hmm. Why we want to be equal... Why we want to feel like they accepted from these fucking people. <laughs> we, fuck them. We don't have to be accepted by them. At all. We don't have to be accepted by them. And if we knew who we truly were, we wouldn't, we would surpass all being equal. We would surpass being equal. We would have kept our own shit. Facts. And exceeded. You know how much shit we could have patented and had our own. They would have been fucked. Hmm. They wouldn't have no air conditioner. They no, wouldn't have shit. We would have allowed them to bu- to buy or to use, but they would have had to pay us and gave us credit. And that's what we lost. Run me my coin. And also, I like what you said the other day on social media about black people who have created successful businesses mm-hmm. who sell their businesses to white people when they yes. have already had... You have a black audience. You have a black... Your dollars come from black people. Yes. But you would sell to a white person? Just to get a lump sum. Just to get a lump... Instead of... There's so many black billionaires out there that you could have sold to. Hmm. Or hell, like you like you mentioned in the video, you said if, if a person is offering you $15 million for your business, that means that they know that it's worth triple or quadruple that. That's facts. So you instead of you accepting that 15... That lump sum of $15 million, why don't you go make your 30 and... 30 fucking plus million. And you want to know how I know this? Because no legitimate business person would ever go put themselves... Go read their books and it tells you that in their books. They would never put themselves upside down. <laughs> They're going to invest in something that can make them money. They don't want to make equal. So if they make $15 million, they're they're flat. They didn't make anything. Right. They just made their money back. So that means that they know for a fact that they're going to exceed $15 million. Mm-hmm. That's just... To me, it's common sense, but, but a lot know, of people don't know that. We always talk about everybody got a price. And mm-hmm. a lot of people, including black people, will sell their soul for the right fucking price. And I feel like a lot of people who have been, like, instigating certain protests, even if they are black, mm-hmm. we they could be selling their soul because they could be like, oh, this person said they're going to give me 10000 Oh, there's definitely pawns out there. There's definitely pawns out so there. So it's like those people, they don't really know who they are because you're willing to sell... An ounce of your dignity and respect mm-hmm. to for be a, a dollar to for a dollar. Yeah, and I get it. I get it because we were placed in a situation to where money has kind of been the center of everybody's almost like day to day existence. Their their overall well being, like you need money to survive, right? Mm-hmm. They value that over standing on what they believe. But I promise you, whatever I say, I stand on and I'm gonna die for. I would never compromise who I am or what I believe in. For an amount. There's no amount that can make me go against the grain of what I believe and what I feel. I love us too much for that. I promise I do. And you know why I love us? Because I started to love myself first. I started to appreciate being black first. first. Mm-hmm. And I know people always be like, oh, but black doesn't define. Yes, it does. It, it does. Like it does. who I am. Like 
your heritage, your ethnic background, define your nationality, the kind of really defines who you are. And there's a reason why that was all taken from us. They don't want us to know. And that I should do. that should that should tell you enough right there. Like, damn, it's so deep and it's so royal to where they don't even want us to know about ourselves. We can even take race out of it because I do understand how race is a social construct that was created by white people. It was because if you go to other countries like of course, they don't say, oh, I'm black. You know, when usually when they come here, that's the first time that someone really tells them that they're black. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Even if they are from a country where everybody looks like them. Okay, racially, we can say that. But just who we are in terms of ethnic background and based on our... I know it's kind of hard for black people to trace back, like, their, you know, their lineage to, like where village they're from and things like that but just the identity of like who we are over you get what i'm saying i don't want to talk in circles but that's important it's important mm-hmm. and they try to erase it by saying oh it's that's not important it is important it is important just as important as i me identifying as a female is just as that's important to me me being me being not just a woman but a black woman is important to me. And I'm not saying it has to be important for everyone who is black and who is a woman, but that's important. That's an important part of my identity. Because that's kind of how we cultivate to who we are. And it's sad that everybody does not feel that way, but you know what I feel like we can do going forward? Cuz I had to I had to disconnect from social media for a while because I saw myself getting mad at my people. I saw myself getting real mad. And I said, you know what? I'm an educator. I'm a edu- I'm a natural educator. That is like what I've always been since I was a little girl. I used to pretend like I was a teacher. You know, my grandma always tell you I had to have my pencil and pen. Mm-hmm. I've always been an ed- I've always wanted to teach people, right? To educate them. I If I gather information, because that's what I do. I do a lot of research. I want to be able to give that to somebody else. So instead of me being upset at them because I was once didn't know, I once, you know, was ignorant, I'm going to just continue to educate. I'm going to try to do that too. I mean, white people know. I'm 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 not talking to y'all about race. I'm not fucking (laughs) with y'all. Y'all can go get the same information I got. I'm talking to people that look like me. Mm -hmm. It is because I, I consider myself someone who is a leader. And I feel like we have this platform where we, where our audience is predominantly black. It is our job, really, to kind of help and guide. So here's the thing: we wouldn't have to do this, or we wouldn't have to feel like it's needed if it was taught while we were younger, right? So here's like, if you have kids or anything, like teach them now who they are. You cannot. Expect for your kids to learn everything about their identity and about who they are at any fucking public or private school sector in this nation. Exactly. You can never expect for your kids to un- to learn that. The real teaching of how they progress when they get older is taught at home. It's, it's taught at home. And I know there's a lot of people who don't like Dr. Umar Johnson, but he said it. He said that black children should not be going to school with other races of student of kids until they reach the age of 12 and 13. Because by that time, they un- they have an understanding of self-identity, right? Because mm-hmm. if I go to a school with you and you call me a black bitch, 
it's, I'm not going to be offended because I know who I am. Because mm-hmm. I was taught that at home. There's nothing you can do to tear me down about who I am, about my hair texture, about my skin tone. Because I was taught to love myself at home. They instilled that in me. Exactly. Exactly. But we, but we've lost that because we're so busy working, we're so busy putting other things above that. And if you don't feel as educated, go educate yourself so you can. I remember being made fun of for being the woke friend, quote unquote. Oh, same. The work, the woke friend, same. And now I get DMs asking, so same. what? So where are you getting this information from? Like, what book are you reading right now? Where How do you can, start? Where do you start? And it's cool. And I'm not even going to be mad at y'all. I ain't even mad at y'all for, for waking the fuck up because this is what I've been Because, wanting. like you said, people make fun of what they right. don't understand. And that's cool. And I understand that everybody vibrates on a different frequency. You mm-hmm. wasn't on my frequency when I was spitting that shit. Right. And maybe it was too real for you at that time, but now you understand. Now you understand. But it, you know what, Taryn? The conversation isn't as different as it was when Angela Davis was saying it, when Hugh hmm. Newton was saying it, when Fred Hampton was saying it. it was, it's no different. When Martin Luther King or Malcolm X was standing on the podium and saying they were saying the same things that we're saying today. It's just it's a different face. It's a different generation saying it. But the fact that we have to keep having these conversations. The fact that we're still marching. But That shit that we read about in history books. I would have never thought, like, growing up in a... Mind you, people that don't know me personally, I am from a small town in Louisiana. My graduating class was 8% black people and the rest was white. Hmm. So, that don't tell me that you can't learn about yourself. Don't tell me that you can't... That's bullshit. I came from the whitest of the white, the trashiest, <laughs> the richest, all of that. Everything. All of that at one school. So, don't tell me that you can't Learn about yourself. Mm-hmm. Do not tell me that you can't learn about yourself because that bull that's bullshit. And even if it's not your direct lineage, every person that existed before you that it looks like you and is of your skin tone, those are your ancestors. Okay? Those are your ancestors. Listen to them. L- listen to what they were fighting for. Listen to what they were saying. Listen to the love that they were trying to pour into you. And even like some of the people that exist today that like I know people like Erica Badu's music, but they don't listen to her message when she's speaking that real hmm. shit. You can't tell me that you that you just like her music, but you don't listen to the messages that she's really saying. She really telling y'all some shit. And I can think of a few more people who who really put it in their craft, right? They're really speaking through their craft, trying to teach y'all some shit, but y'all still Beyonce, I ain't gonna lie. B, Fran, I don't know, oh. Fran. I don't know. Okay, Listen, I'm gonna I'm okay. hear you out. Listen I'm gonna hear you out. I I'm was with say, you. I'm not saying that she's the revolutionary or she's gonna be a martyr for any of us because I don't think she's putting herself in that position. However, I feel like with the... Where how she's her how her music has progressed, how the messages in her music, I don't hear Beyonce singing about being bootylicious no more. You get what I'm saying? I feel like she's really... For the for her for the people that follow her, which is a, a very predominant black audience, listening audience, she's really telling people to really love yourself and that this shit that we're dealing with is not okay. I feel like she's being a little bit more diplomatic on how on her approach. She ain't just saying yes. fuck the police like exactly. my brothers were. Exactly. But exactly. I feel like she's getting to that she I don't know, she's getting to that point. I don't think she will ever get there. 
I just I think that she's too mainstream. Since she had a whole Black Panther movement on the damn. Um, I think she's too mainstream. To. She she can do what the fuck she want to do because they know that she has a big audience. Yeah. That's just point blank. Period. So that's why she can do what she wants to do. But she's running the risk just like other people who who have stood up for injustice. She's running the risk of of people that are non black not supporting her. But I don't think she gives a fuck. And maybe she don't care because she got enough money that's gonna sustain her for a couple of generations. Friend, I don't know. I, I honestly with, with I, okay. So I fuck with I fuck with Beyonce, but in regards to black people and moving forward I, I can't agree I'm not saying that she's the the go-to to look at to the if, blueprint that's in, not in regards to that subject Solange a thousand percent her sister is raw and yeah. she don't give a fuck and she she'll don't. give it to you raw and she'll give it to you straight and you don't have right. to guess about shit Beyonce rides a thin line like she 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 knows exactly how far to go to, to, to reach her audience, okay. but not to piss people off. And that's just that. You like she, she pissed she's people too off she was Cody. on the NFL field. And that's the Karens. This, like, that's black. Karens. Black. That's Karens and Cody's. That's not like real white people. The real white people was like, okay, yeah, we fuck with it. But Karens and Cody's, of course, anything against Karens, police. Anything against Karens police. But Cody's listen to her. That's what I'm saying. No, they not like not like that. Not, not were, like that. Okay, the Karens no. and Cody's that only listen to Taylor Swift is what you're saying? I'm talking about the ones that support police and, and takes everything to offense. But you don't think that that was a big F you in the NFL? Like, here I am on, like, basically I'm screaming black power on your fucking field where you're persecuting players for kneeling. You're finding players for kneeling. But here I am on this, on one of the largest televised events of the year. Kaepernick came after her after her performance. So she didn't do it for that. She was just doing it for police brutality and that's when the white people was cutting up. But I just I just think she's too sugar. She's not raw enough for me. Okay. Like I said, I, Sol- Solange fair. is yes. That's fair. Erica Badu, yes. Kendrick Lamar, yes. I just was J. Cole, two yes. different extremes though of like someone who like Erica is mm-hmm. raw and saying what the fuck it is. Kendrick raw, saying J. Cole raw. So they're saying exactly what it is versus someone who is doing it in a different... But I feel like artists have their way of getting whatever message across. And I feel like she's saying the same thing that they're saying. She's just doing it in a different way. Just like we have people... We're saying... The way that we're... The, the conversation that we're having, we're being raw, uncut. We're not pacifying. We're not worried about hurting nobody's feelings. We're not worried about offending anybody. But I can go listen to somebody else who's saying the same thing that we're saying... But they're doing it in a different way. They're using different words. They're choosing to. They beat around the bush. They don't want to. And in a way, it's probably like, I don't want the message to be diluted in my aggression. But for me, I don't give a fuck. You're going to take it how you want to take it. And that's how it should be. But And that's only because they're concerned about other people's feelings. That's what we were saying at the Mm -hmm. beginning of the episode. Yeah. So if if you stand for something, stand for it all the way. Don't give a fuck about other people's feelings. But I feel like everybody's approach is not like our approach it's like their approach is just not like that you get what i'm saying like i know people who will pop off at any given moment to ever be ready to fight for me that's not, i can handle conflict differently any form of conflict they ready to just explode fight you know slap a bitch it don't matter but for me when i'm approached with conflict i'm gonna take a different route because that's me that's how i handle things i don't think we should fault them for how they handle things and how in their approach because it is what it is. Me and you just have a I don't give a fuck approach when it comes to this topic because we fed the fuck up. And they could be fed the fuck up, but they handle it differently. 
So I'm not just gonna fault nobody for how they for how they're handling the same the same message that we're giving. I mean, I I understand what you're saying. I just I just don't fully agree with it. <laughs> I don't like, and that's fine. Yeah, I don't fully agree with it because if you stand for something, especially dealing with your culture, stand for it 100 percent and not give a fuck. Don't try to ride the line and ride the, and ride the fence. And, but Taryn, but that's just like saying. But I I get exactly what you're saying. But that's just like you and I, we already said that we're not gonna go out in the streets and start busting up windows and and tearing up shit, right? That's our approach. We chose not to do that. Where some people's approach is like, I'm finna tear this motherfucker up. I'm about to burn this city down. I'm gonna burn this building down. I'm not mad at them. I'm not mad at them. I understand. That's just not my approach. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So for for every for everybody else that's out there. Like tearing up shit, they could think that you and I are just trying to sugarcoat it because we not out there. You get what I'm saying? They could think that we're taking a more passive approach and we're whatever, however they want to see it, or it's not as radical as them. Okay, friend. I just think that would be a whole nother episode because <laughs> That's honestly, all we got time for today. Okay, honestly, the riots and shit was started by white people and quote unquote cops that which I don't really think they're cops. I think they're Never mind. That's okay. too deep. Yes. Anyway, we're going to move on. But we are monkey see, monkey do type of people, mm-hmm. unfortunately, as a whole. And that's why we're in the predicament that we're in. And it didn't, I mean, with the riots, it's the same thing. We saw somebody fucking something up. We did the same thing. Hmm. So that's just what it is. Had had that not happened, I'm not going to say that it, it wouldn't have happened, but it's more likely to not have happened as often. Okay. And they fucking putting bricks ran in random places wanting us to fuck it up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So to think that or to to conclude that the people that were rioting care more or anything like that, I don't think that I don't think that's the case. I definitely that don't think that they they care. I would never say that they care more. I'm just saying that their approach is different. But their that wouldn't have been their approach had it not been initiated by somebody else. I don't know that we can't say that like that's not I don't think that that's even something that we we could validate and say that because we don't know how everybody thinks I know people who are super radical and who just be ready to just tear some shit up just on GP I know people personally like that that's just not my approach and I'm not gonna fault them for their approach because I definitely understand I get it well <laughs> we love y'all <laughs> I feel like we was yelling this whole episode but it's, we, through, it's for it's from passion Passion, I, my y'all. throat feels scratchy, honestly. I feel like I got it. I'm, this is therapeutic, and I hope you know anyone that's listening. Of course, you know we respect anybody's opinion. If you disagree, that's cool. Keep your opinion to yourself. Uh, or no, you, you don't even have to keep your opinion to yourself. You can like, broaden our perspective. You're right. Mm-hmm. Let me not be like that. I'm not saying that my perspective would be broadened, but definitely <laughs> voice your opinion. I would love to hear it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm working with her. I'm working with her. Okay, well, you and a whole bunch of other people. (laughs) We love y'all. We're going to see y'all. Well, we're going to talk to y'all on our next episode. We hope that you guys are staying safe out there. Um, Do your research. Do your due diligence. Do your own research. Really take... And also, don't forget about your mental health during all this stuff that's going on. Like, don't forget about that. At the end of the day, learning about yourself is important. But also, being centered in who you are and really just kind of like... Taking care of your mental space is the most important thing. So take care of yourself before anything. 
I had to step away from my phone a few times this week. It was just too, it's yeah. It still is too much. I'm not gonna say it was. It's it still is too much. So, whatever you have to do to be well, yeah, just be do well. that. So we will talk to y'all soon. Peace out.